So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Do me a favor really quick, give three people around you a high five, go. Three people around you a quick high five. All high fives are good for $100,000. All high fives are good for $100,000. Oh, that was good, a double. All right, so we're gonna switch gears. So listen up. Shh. How's your energy, ladies and gentlemen? How's your energy? I can't hear you in the back. How is your energy out here? All right. So I have, I got something really special for you. I know there is at least one person in this room that wants to lovingly punch all those high-end brokers in the face because you're like, it's not fair. My sales price is $4. Or maybe, just maybe, maybe, just maybe, there is a woman or a dude sitting inside this room who's saying, I'm two years in the business. Somebody brought me to this conference. What the fuck is going on? This is insane. What do you, that, that Asian dude, Andy, made $21 million last year? The number one agent in my office at $21 million in volume. Like, that's impossible. So I asked three young, new to the business, right, brand newbies that are absolutely crushing it, who are going to inspire all of you knuckleheads who I love to get off your ass, take your fist, put them back in the dirt, and do the work that made you who you are. And for everybody else, you're going to go, well, if she can do it, I can do it. And if that young guy can do it. So let's bring to the stage Kenan, Vincent, and Megan, ladies and gentlemen. Come on out, you three. Oh, yeah. Look at these guys. Come on. Big round of applause for these three. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm spinning. Hold my hand. Spin me this way. You good? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So. We got to go ladies first. Megan, I'm going to ask you all to answer the same. How old are you? How long have you been selling homes? How many deals are you going to do this year? I am Megan Faber. I'm 40 years old this year. It's my fourth year full-time in real estate, and I will do about 60 transactions. 60 transactions. Fourth year in the business, ladies and gentlemen. Kenan. Kenan, you were on the big screen, baby. I was on the big screen. Yeah. Thanks, Tom. Yeah. Appreciate it. The, the 270s? Oh, come those. on now. Hey, oh, yeah, those are hot. Appreciate it. All right. Yeah, I'm Kenan. I'm from Olympia, Washington. I'm 23 years old. This year, I'm going to do 30 transactions. 30 yeah. transactions, 23 years old. And I've known him since he was a baby. Fire away. <laughs> so my name is Vincent Kessel. I'm in the Jupiter Palm Beach area. Uh, I just turned 20 last week. Um, and uh, I'm going to do 17 transactions this year. 
All right. So I prompted you, and I can see you have your notes. I asked the three of you, tell the audience, and, and listen, there's a lot of people in this room that super relate to the three of you. I'm really asking you to talk to people like Kirk Kessel. I'm asking you to talk to people like Lisa Chinati over there, who was a new agent like 100 years ago, <laughs> and needs to be reminded of what it's like to be hungry and hustle the way you three are doing it. Married or single? Married. Kids or no kids? Two kids. Two kids. How old? Eight and ten, boys. Don't even tell me you have children. I'd hit you. No. <laughs> Lots. Say again? Married. Married. And my wife's watching on the live cast somewhere. You better tell her you love her. What's up? How you doing? Call me. <laughs> <laughs> so what did you write down? What is the most important thing that you have done? Because 60 transactions in four years, to do that in your four, that's legendary performance. So Megan, how do we do it? Well, the first thing I did was I hired an assistant. Because after I sold a million dollars a month for about six months straight, I, I was just so overwhelmed, I couldn't even get out of bed in the morning. Yeah. So I hired an assistant. We went through the business. We got her accountability, my accountability. Really lined that out. And then hey, I- Hold on, Megan. Someone's going to say, you just started with hiring an, an employee. I'm not even making enough money. Well, so on my sixth month, my seventh month, I had five million in escrow. <laughs> so I had a good, I looked, at, I looked at it from that way. Six months straight and I saw the two streams and where I was getting the business and where it was continuing to grow and I took the leap. I was like, I can't get up at four in the morning anywhere anymore and work all the way till 10 at night. I was burning out. Yes. Can anybody relate yeah. to that? Right? Absolutely. What yep. was the second thing? The second thing I did was I honed in my morning routine. Say that again? I dialed in my morning routine. To what? To not wake up at four in the morning and look at my phone. If I was getting up, I get up now at 4.30, I go to the gym, I do not look at my phone, I do not answer a phone call, a text message, or read an email until about 9.45 in the morning. Wow. Yeah. That's insane, most people can't do that. Yeah, I have to fill out my cup in order to go out and fill out my family, my life, my friends, my business. If I don't have that dialed in in the morning, right. they're not going to get the best of me. Right. So you dialed in your morning routine. You took control of your life is what you really yeah. did. You said, this isn't going to control me. Yep. I'm going to control me. What was the yes. third thing? The third thing is I dove into my CRM. I use Boomtown. Absolutely love Boomtown, but I truly wasn't using all of the pieces that Boomtown offers. And I know it because I was so busy doing everything else, but it was running so well on its own mm -hmm. that I believed in it and I trusted it, but it's more, the more leads and the more business I added to it, I didn't know how to like, separate them in order to continue to nurture them. So yeah. I dove really deep into Boomtown. How did you, how did you do that? Like, did you go in and watch like, all the how-to videos? So I went on the, um, the owner's page, the Boomtown owners, and they have coaches on the side, and I hired a Boomtown coach specifically who's also an agent. Yep. Lifesaver. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was awesome to get it from a perspective of someone who was in the business like me. Right. And that I could ask those questions, and we can toggle back and forth. Yes. Okay. Yes. When did, you, when did you hire a coach with us? Last year at Summit. Really? I am October of last year, and this is, I, I'm glad that you asked me this because I forgot to put it in my notes. We had the one-year, three-year, and five-year of where do you see yourself, yep. and I put on there in a year, I want to speak at Summit. I want to speak, and a year later, I am on the stage. Um, 
I put in there that I wanted to have a nutritionist because you said, you know, take those pieces that you just, you know, yep. those, they, they, I just, I'm not doing it. I was eating out of a paper bag every day and feeding my kids McDonald's. Right. So I hired a nutritionist. I said that I wanted to have a, a house on the beach. I thought that was Idaho. I'm building a house in Rocky Point, Mexico right now. Wow. And I just put a deposit on an Escalade. <laughs> so those are the three things in there. So these are all things you wrote down at last year's summit, summit, what they're going to do a little bit of tomorrow on the end of the day before it's all done. Yeah. What's been the most impactful thing your coaches helped you do? Because it sounds like you were already, like, right, Kenan? Like, she was already crushing. Sounds like it. Right. For sure. So, so what did they do? Organization. Really? I, the first conversation I had with Jeff is I was like, I'm a train wreck. I have shit everywhere. I don't know even where to, like, to start sometimes to get going. I finish half of things. I go to the next piece. So we just toned it down, systemized it, and and took the processes Love back it. to my place. Yeah. Love it. Okay, Kenan, talk to us. What are some of the most important things? You're, how long in the business? Three years. Are you at three years or you're gonna finish year three? I'm at three years, so okay. this is my fourth year in the Start, business. Sorry, starting yeah, four. Yeah. So what have been the most impactful things that helped you ascend? Like, what did you do year one? What did you do year yeah. two? Give us that so we get the ascension. So I was 19 when I got my real estate license. I was super excited, full of energy. I'm going to make so much money. I'm so excited. So um, I didn't know how to sell any houses. So the first thing I did was, all right, got my real estate license, Google how to sell houses. Um, <laughs> and everybody said, <laughs> everything on there was like, you got a door knock, you got a cold call. All right, I'm a door knock. So. I start door knocking and I feel like I'm that kid from the movie Up, right? I'm knocking on the door. Hi, my name's Kenan. I'm a real estate agent here in Olympia. I could help you sell your house. Uh, no. I could help you buy a new house. And like, I swear, people would like look out their windows and be like, dude, where's your mom? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh man, after doing that for a while, I was getting kind of burnt out. And I was like, I don't know if real estate is the game for me. Um, I had no credibility. People just looked at me as, as if I was some kid. Yeah. And so I had to kind of change what I was doing, change my approach a little bit. And uh, I'm a big Gary Vee fan. And he always talked about, uh, you got to be the digital mayor of your town. So that's what I went out to do. And so I started this video series. I live in a place called Thurston County. And so I started this video series called This is Thurston, where I would go around and uh, interview local business owners, you know, my favorite coffee shops, favorite restaurants, whatever, um, and just give them a marketing video, bring value to them. And at the beginning of the videos, I'd say, hey, welcome to This is Thurston. I'm Kenan, a local real estate agent here in Olympia, and I'm here at my favorite coffee shop. You know, we're going to go in and interview the owners. Um, and after doing that for a while, uh, it, it made me recognizable in my community. Um, and that was cool. You know, I'd go to the grocery, grocery store or a restaurant, and people would be like, dude, you're that guy that does those videos. That's super cool. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I'm also a real estate agent. Um, people weren't making the connection. And so I had to kind of switch again. And I was like, okay, my name's getting out there, but people aren't connecting to the fact that I'm also a real estate agent. So then I started uh, creating a lot of educational content uh, and knowledge broker type of stuff 
pushing it out on uh, Instagram and Facebook, um, and then retargeting my This Is Thurston audience, and that's where I started Smart. getting the business. So what was that like in the beginning? Like how many videos in before you said, they all know me, but they don't know me as an agent, and then how many videos in, mm -hmm. and then you started retargeting, which is a beautiful strategy, I hope they all wrote down, then they made the connection. How long was that time period? That honestly took me about a year. To a year? Do, to do all of that. So in so year one, how many transactions? <laughs> year one was two transactions. Okay. Yeah. And year two, hey, uh, that's good. I think hold I on, made, hold on though. What I was year two? $26,000 in year one. Year two uh, was $1.8 million. In okay. sales? In sales. And how many transactions? That was uh, five transactions. Five? Okay. So year you doubled your business plus? Yeah. Yes. Year three was uh, $6.7 million. Um, and then this year, I'm at $9 million and 19 closed and pendings on track to do about 14. Give a giant round of applause, guys. <laughs> Jill. That's like your daughter. So what's your most important advice to someone that's sitting there who's saying, but you know, you don't understand like in my area or my story or my background, blah, blah, blah. What's your most important advice? Yeah. Um, well, you got to be yourself. Like, I think about this a lot, you know, 2020, 2021, the world was loud, man. You know, on, on one side, I'm hearing COVID's gonna kill you. On the other side, I'm hearing I can't breathe. Right. I'm gonna get real for a sec. Get. Right? Get. When I was a kid, you know, eight years old, nine years old, 10 years old, I never really had like a black role model. You don't really yeah. see a lot of, um, you don't really see a lot of black role models, unless they're, you know, in the NBA or the NFL. Yeah. Um, and so when you say like, uh, oh, you don't understand my situation, uh, you don't understand my situation. Uh, I'm the underdog, you know? And so uh, in my area, less than 2% of the population is black. And so if I can do it, I promise anybody can do it. Awesome. <laughs> that was real. Got this. Hey. That was real. Thank you. That was real. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. I think he was talking to all of us. What do you guys think? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's Tom Ferry. Question, what's your favorite social media platform? Are you big on Insta? Do you love to tweet? No matter where you answer, I'd love for you to connect with me there. All you gotta do is just type in at Tom Ferry and follow and let's you and I connect. I wanna be able to deliver the right content, the right ideas, the ways to help you grow your business, stay fired up, keep moving, be in action and run plays that work in the platform that matters most to you. So subscribe and I'll see you there soon. Okay, well, follow that. Whew. <laughs> I mean, wow. So Vinny, how long have you been in the real estate business? 12 months now. One year? One year. And you didn't go with your pops. Nope. You Why did you not go to the safest destination? Your dad and his partner of the team sell 500 homes a year. You could have cruised in on Easy Street, got in the office and the fancy car. Right, right. What were you thinking? 
um, well, he wouldn't hire me. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that kind of influenced my decision. <laughs> kind of influenced the decision. Yeah. Um, so, from that point, I was like, moving with him or selling real estate with my dad is not an option. So, plan B, right? So, going through the Tom Ferry Network, talking to you, you said, all right, who's the person I need to touch, get in touch with here, here in Florida? Mm -hmm. So, I got with DJ and Lindsay. They helped me a lot. Um, right. Getting just systems, discipline, learning contracts, things like that. So, from that point on... Well, I had two options. I moved to Jacksonville or Jupiter, and I'm a Florida boy, so I love the water. So I was like, all right, no-brainer, Jupiter. Moved to Jupiter and sold real estate with DJ and Lindsay for, for three months and said, hey, I think it's, it's time to, to grow. And uh, moved to Compass and just kind of took off from there with my coach. Yeah. Yep. So, so lots of honor and respect for them because yes. they were super great. Yes. You... Go out on your own. That's got it. First of all, he's 19. He doesn't have a fake ID. I know this for a fact. <laughs> right? Yeah. He doesn't have a huge sphere. How the hell did you get any business? So online leads. All online leads. Um, am I allowed to say it? Realtor.com. You just oh. did. Well, okay. Yeah. So <laughs> Realtor.com. Those are my online leads. Um, just because I was in a totally new area, I didn't know anyone. So... What, do I, what did I do? Talk to Tom, and he said, online leads all the way. And I learned from DJ and Lindsay how to convert online leads as well. So Big time. Oh, Big yeah. time. So talk about prospecting, the three of you. Whatever form that is, right? Because it's doing video, but you got to sometimes do more than video. Talk about prospecting. What do you do? So I make calls from 9 to 12. Okay. And during that time, kind of like Megan said, like it's super strict, don't really go on the phone. Don't check emails because I like to go on my phone all the time. Like I go through Instagram like, ooh, ooh, Megan. Okay, I like that post. So I, I learned to just make phone calls during that yes. time. So 9 to 12, making phone calls from 12 to 4 o'clock. I'm going on my appointments. And then 4 o'clock on, I'm either making videos or door knocking. What's it like no knocking on doors? Uh, I mean, you look like you're 40. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I know. Right, Kenan? Yeah. I, I think you look good, man. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> right back at you. Thank you. Thank you. So, door knock. Awkward. <laughs> so, I'm not even joking. The first time I knocked on a door, I was super scared. Like, I was, I was watching podcasts. Like, what do I wear? Like, I'm nervous. Um, I didn't want to, like, dress in a suit like a Jehovah Witness. Or, like, hey, I'm, yeah, you know. Can I tell you about the church? <laughs> right, exactly. So, I wore, like... Pants, <laughs> amen. Um, so I wore just like long pants with like a nice collared shirt. And the for first door I knocked, this neighborhood was where I live. And it was like, I don't say I live there, but it started at 3 million. And I was like, you know what? Just, just going to rip the Band-Aid off. Well, anyways, the first door I knocked, before I got to the door, the lady already opened the door. And I was freaking out, <laughs> freaking out. Um, so, I mean, it was, it was good. I broke the ice there and then just kept going from door to door. Um, I did get a lot of people like, hey, where's your dad at? Um, just kind of like Kenan over here. Or, so, yeah, just kind of got, I became comfortable with being uncomfortable. Is that hard at like 19, 
living on your own, out of the nest. I mean, it's hard everywhere, right? It's choose your heart, everything. Right. It's, it's only hard if you think it's hard. Like, it's, it's about mindset, too. Like, I went in, like, there's no going back. No college. There's, there's no fallback plan. I'm going to make it work. Yeah. So that's kind of how. Did you have a similar moment? Did you have a similar, like, some, like that, we hear the stories of, like, you got to burn the boat, right? You got to make sure that, like, it's this or nothing, right? Like, it's this or die. Did you uh, have a moment like that? Yeah, totally. So um, after, I, I did pretty well in high school. Uh, in what way? Had a, had a super high GPA. I was good at sports. I was good at music. I, was, I had a full ride scholarship to a D2 uh, college. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I'm going to go into real estate instead. And so I was like, well, when I was 19 and I got my real estate license, I was like, dude, there's no way I can go back to what I had. So um, it was all into real estate or nothing. Did your parents and the people around you think you were just insane? Like, did they support you? <laughs> my parents are super supportive. Uh, they've been great. My family's great. Uh, I'm a little bit different uh, than, than the rest of my family. One, I'm the only black person in my family. I'm adopted, and I'm the youngest of six kids. Yeah. Thanks. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, but pretty much anything that I wanted to do, my parents were, were behind it. So, That's um, awesome. Yeah. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Okay. Was it, but it, like, I want to go back to the hard. I want to know from each of you, everyone's going to leave her tomorrow at like 4.35 o'clock. And they're going to be like, they're going to go back to their office. And this is like the, they're going to walk in their office and they're going to be like, <laughs> losers. <laughs> you know, you were not at the Tom Ferry seminar. <laughs> five, five, four, bananas. <laughs> and then a deal's going to fall apart and they're going to get punched in the face and that's reality. And those of us who get punched and the deal falls and we keep moving forward, that's who wins. What was the hardest moment in the early days of your career? Megan. I started flipping houses and our second house, we were set to close right before Thanksgiving. And we had hard money, but all of the product that we put in, that we paid for ourselves. Yeah. So we got to literally $15 in our bank account. It was, uh, like I'll, I will tear up about it, um, right before Thanksgiving. And uh, the house was supposed to close on that Wednesday, and there was a delay, a title. And it didn't close till Monday. I had an eight-month-old and a three-year-old, and my bank account overdrew on Thanksgiving morning. It was like four and a half years ago. And I was literally, we had hamburger for Thanksgiving. When Monday came, the house closed, and I had $250,000 in my bank account. And it turned. That was like, if you want to talk about the, the back and forth with my husband, like we literally went to nothing. And then we believed in each other, and we got through it. What will you tell your, your kids one day about that Thanksgiving? It was about us. It was about us coming together, and we would do anything for them, and we did. And to believe in the process and to believe in each other. And um, the open house from the weekend before is actually my biggest sale. It was a $2.4 million buyer that walked in. And three weeks later, I met with them, and we did a 15-day close. So that house that I, that I flipped, and we believed, and it went all the way to the end instead of make, you know, the, the, 
the profit on that ended up being another two and a half million dollars, the neighbor's house that I sold them. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. In your illustrious 12 months, hardest moment. Oh, man. <laughs> um, I mean, there was, there was a few times where I was like, whew, holding on to my seat. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm old, so it's like, you know, there's, there's a lot of life experiences at my age. Um, <sighs> you know, so when I, when I first bought Realtor.com leads, like, it was a huge commitment because I put $15,000 into it. And, I mean, for 19 years old, $15,000 was a lot. And it kind of drained my bank account. And I was renting a place. Um, I mean, I had my car. My car was, I paid it in cash. So I was getting a little nervous putting that much money into leads. And I didn't see results for 60 days. So I was like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. It's not working. Um, and then I got one under, I got a coach. Larry got me one under contract, then another one, then another one, then another one. So my first six months, I only sold $2 million in real estate. And once I got a coach, six months later, I've done another $10 million Yeah. just from a coach. So Larry, wherever you are, thank you. Nice shout out. Thank you. Nice shout out. Thank you. Kenan, hardest moment looking back? Mm, first two years were terrible. <laughs> Whole two, first two years were hard. Um, I had shiny penny syndrome, like nobody's business. At one point, I had five CRMs. <laughs> and I was paying monthly on all five of them. Of course. <laughs> and so, like, I ran out of money multiple times. Um, I felt like I was just grinding and grinding and grinding. And then one of my good friends would go and buy a house and text me, hey, I just bought a house. And I'd be like, oh, I freaking hate you. Um, <laughs> And uh, that just sucks. Um, And honestly, that was the first two years of my career. Yeah, yeah. One, like, but how do you get over the disappointment? Because it, how many, with me on this, like, how many times have you been disappointed and you either get numb to the disappointment or you just retract from it? You just stop trying as hard. How do you guys get over the disappointment? Because it relates to everybody in the room. For me, it's like, you know, like you said, choose your heart. Mm-hmm. It sucks in the moment, but it's like, okay, if I give up, what, what is my life going to look like? Versus if I keep going and I keep grinding, what is my life going to look like? Right. Yeah, it's the old Dickens pattern, right? Yeah. 20 you, years from now? That's motivation. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Megan, how do, you, how do you deal with the upset? If I hone too much on that disappointment, I'm not going to have the happiness for the rest of the clients and the people in my family that I work with. Yeah. So I, I just continue to keep going. I have a saying, block it or bless it. So I kind of bring it in. I'm like, God, you got to block this and we got to bless it. Which way are we going? Yeah. And then I let it be and I go. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. How do you deal with the upset? So I think you taught me this. You have a five-second pity party and then you move on. So yeah. it's like, yeah. all right, how do, I, how do I fix this now? How do I fix this problem? Yep. And you can't dwell in the past, and, and you taught me that. So. Yeah. No, no pressure with your dad and me hanging out with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so three things. 
first, I think they deserve a giant round of applause. What do you guys think? Yes. Yes. Okay. Second, I'm going to walk over there and have like a three-minute conversation. But I'm going to ask that the three of you walk over, get your microphones off, meet me over there. Because we're going to take like a 20-minute break. But I want you three right there and let everybody come over and ask you guys more questions. You guys down for that? Yeah. yeah. And then, so start doing that right now. But first, I want you to write down, especially for my veteran friends, what were you reminded of, Stevie Cohen? Where You heard yourself in all of them, Jenny. I'm asking all my best people, all my friends. PG, two months ago, I'm doing a talk at a, a, an event called Gathering of the Eagles. It's 350 of the biggest executives in real estate. And they said, you know, one of the questions was like, well, what do you recommend right now? And I lovingly said to the audience, I mean, everybody's gray-haired, you know, been doing this forever. I said, okay, first question, how many businesses you've started? And the typical answer was like two or three. And then I said, how many recessions or market adjustments have you been through? The typical answer was like five or six if you count market adjustments. And then I said, so you only have one of two choices right now. And again, all super executives, mad respect for them all. I said, you either live off your savings from the last 30 months or you take your fists and you grind them into the dirt and you go back to do what it is that made you who you are today for the next 18 to 24 months. And those of us that choose to do the work and forget our mood, that's who's going to make a fortune. And Maureen, I wanted you to be reminded of how you built your business. I wanted all of you to hear that, Edna, that if you got out there and kicked ass at the level that we all know you can, instead of the market adjusting you, you will dominate the market. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again, and talk to you soon.